I did it off my own back, not on my back. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was just rude, really. <laughs> Can't believe this. Oh my oh. God. Hello, everyone! Hello! <laughs> it's me! Did you miss me? It's Rachel, <laughs> aka Rockin' Rooney Hooney. Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Bear, a place to feel good about yourself, the world, and your place in it. Da-da-da-da! Um, we haven't been here for a couple of weeks because um, life, life, life. The and I wasn't very well. And then I went on holiday. How very rude of me! Um, I came back and then I wasn't very well. So I, I haven't um, really been very um, proactive in doing anything. I have got a recording to put on, but I was just bleh, so I didn't. So I do apologise. But we're and, back. But we're there now, and um, I hopefully this will make up for it. So. I am with Lindsay. Lindsay, who was trying to tiptoe and doing a very bad job of it. We're like three minutes in and you're already standing up. I know. I'm trying to to close the door so we don't have any background noise coming. She's got ants in her pants. Um, I'm Jenny. Hi, Jenny. And if you hear a funny noise, it's it's me. It is was warm, and so we've got the fan on, and I'm quite slotty still, so I may well have to blow my nose. So we you might do, well have to stop. You do stop. have a Phoebe Buffay kind of tonal. Do we? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. No, that was not. What the <laughs> was that, woman? Right, this week we are going to talk about volunteering. Um, the main reason being, as we're recording now, it is Friday the second of June. And it is part of volunteering week. So we thought we'd talk about volunteering. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just for the benefits it provides others, but also in actual fact the benefits it can provide yourself. Oh, I can hear it's nasal. Um, you sound like um, oh. Um, if you say Janet from Friends, I'm no, I wouldn't say Boise's wife, Marlene. Oh, Marlene! Marlene. <laughs> well, it's alright. That's better than Janet <laughs> because Janet's just the worst. <laughs> uh, right. So now volunteering, volunteering, volunteering. I have got a quiz. If you go onto our Pinterest page, so our Chatting Bear Pinterest page, there is a fantastic. Um, I want to say poster, but it's not a poster. What do you call them? Pin. Uh, pictures. <laughs> I, I tend to call them like infographics and things. Infographics, yes. Which helps you work out what kind of volunteer are you. Oh, interesting. I yeah. think we should do that. I think we, we should. Whilst we, we chat. Let's do it. Let's do it now because then everybody at home can go on it. Oh, I can't read a bloody thing on it at the minute. Oh, that's better. It went all fuzzy and I was like, oh, no. Are you okay? <laughs> Am I okay? I haven't seen human beings other than my husband and children for ages. So therefore I'm like, people, 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 people. Um, right. So what kind of volunteer are you? So it tells you to follow the arrows. Um, and you start with, are you the kind of person who likes to work locally the most? Or globally? Locally. I'm locally. I think I'm locally as well. Locally. I'm a global start, girl. Start small, build big. See, no, I'm one of these like start massive and then regret it. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, no, for me it's like, um, I don't know, I like to see the impact. Mm. I like to feel the impact that I'm having, um, I guess. 
so. No, that's good. I yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't. It's really weird because when I sing and when I act, I like instant gratification. I like the feedback straight yeah. away from the audience. But when I'm helping other people, I kind of feel a little bit. I want to say embarrassed, but it's not embarrassed. Yes. But it's kind of like a humble feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just. I kind of would I would be embarrassed if somebody was to actually then appreciate it to me. Does that make it's sense? That makes a lot of sense. I think that's <laughs> it's, it's the compliment thing, isn't it? Maybe so. Maybe so yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not good at taking compliments. No, I'm so not. I think it, I think it's that aspect. And of when, yeah, well. when you're on a stage, you're playing a character, yeah. or you know, you you've got a specific and no mentality that you have to have. Yes, and when I'm singing, it's my voice, it's not me. Yeah. I think it's, so. I think it's also one of those things where it's like you, you're worried, uh, for me, with something like that, going off tangent ever so slightly. <laughs> what a surprise! I know, oh, and for me, we've been recording for just a moment. Uh, wait, uh, oh, five minutes! Five minutes! Yeah. Um, First tangent, <laughs> let's go! <laughs> I... It's one of those things when someone pays me a compliment regarding anything, whether it's giving up my time to do this or that or what have you. It's I want to be thankful for the compliment, yeah. but I don't want to seem like I'm arrogant about it and trying yes. to find that balance over the years has just given me such anxiety that my brain just goes, just don't compliment me. It's easy. Do not compliment me. I think I'm exactly in the same yeah. place. I think that's me as well. I think because again, I just don't want to come across as an arrogant, pompous arse. Yes. Yeah. Because that is one of the worst or the false people modesty. in my head that exists yeah. on the planet, and I do not want to be one of those people. Um, what you going to say? What you going to say? Jenna's got a smile on her face. <laughs> she's going to say something revealing, revelationary. Oh, is that the word? Is that even a word? Insightful. We'll say. Well, okay, insightful. let's go for that because I can't speak English. You know. Um, well, it's my favourite code word, isn't it? It's neurodivergent. Ah, it's, yeah. Um, no. I know it's, it's an autism trait. Ah, because okay. <laughs> I don't have autism. No, no, no. But it's um, it's specifically for um, for people who what's the word I'm looking for here? Who are high in sort of masking. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Masking so you can have the, traits of autism without having, having autism. Without having autism. Yes, yeah, you can. Okay. Um, so it is an autistic trait because it's to do with. Um, Basically, when you're masking so much, if you are what they used to deem as high functioning, yeah, we don't like that term anymore. Not but if you are at a level of the ASD spectrum in which uh, you're a lot more self-aware, um, you're watching how other people are interacting in social cues, and you learn social cues. So when it comes to how you're meant to react to something, it can become quite conflicting mm. or quite awkward because you're like, okay, is my behaviour the right level of the behaviour I'm trying to display? I get it terribly because I go, I'll have things like, I'm looking into someone's eyes too much. And I'm like, just look away. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. in my brain, I'm like, but that's how they know I'm engaged and I'm listening to them. Yeah. Yeah. Look away. But they're not going to think I'm listening to them. <laughs> you know, it's that type of... It's that type of I will actually have that internal dialogue as <laughs> all well. The yeah. All the time. All the time. All the sudden, do you ever like, get... We're completely on another tangent. <laughs> second tangent. Second tangent. If, if, you, if you're talking to somebody and they're looking at you in the face and all of a sudden they either look down to your nose or look down to your mouth and think, oh my God, I've got a bogey. I've got <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's terrible. You try and wipe it away really discreetly. That's, oh my God. But no, yeah. So okay. Now, I the so anyway, I'm global. You're local. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're gonna go. 
I'm not gonna go with, on my path, I'm gonna go on your path. Uh, you're gonna go to, I want to take care of people I know, or I want to fight injustice for everyone. Ooh. That's quite a good one, isn't it? It is a good one. Is there a I'm middle part? Oh, I'm, I'm a bit of both, yeah. It's a black and white thing, isn't it? It's not a grey area. I mean... I myself would lean definitely more towards the wanting to help people I know. I yeah, think, absolutely. Rather than the fighting the injustice because I want to make sure my friends and people I know are having a good time, a good life. Yes. But that doesn't mean that I it doesn't mean I'm not yeah. pissed off at injustice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which, which I would be your priority. Your yeah. priority would be your family. Yeah, family. Right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I think we'll probably have to go with that, really, I would have thought, wouldn't Yeah. You? Okay. I'd say so. We're going to be the same. And then we go to, I can't stand people who volunteer just for fun. Or, I don't mind that. I don't mind it. Oh, that's red. That's not blue. That's your first red. That then goes to, this work is a calling from God. Oh, for God's sake. Or, this work is my civic duty. That's a really hard civic, one, actually. Civic duty is the, the way I would kind no. of... No. Is it and also calling from God. Does it have to be God? Can it just be a calling? I want to be the best version of myself that I can be every and single day. Yeah. And in order to do that, you need to put people first. Yeah. So, a calling from God, I think, is, is wording it very badly. I think it's, it's like, it's who I was meant to be yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess that one. But yeah, it's but not, not a calling from God. Not a calling from God. It's, it's more because we think it's the right thing to do rather yeah. than it's the civic... Community, civic the, duty. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get that. So therefore, yeah. this tells us that you are the faithful um, volunteer. Love thy neighbour is your motto, and your values tend to come directly from your religion. Not necessarily. No. Volunteering is seen as a directive from a higher power. Mm, that's not necessarily true. Not how I would see it. Because it's that was only on that last one that we actually had anything to do with with religion at all. It's, yeah. it's more to do with our, I'd say more to do with the morals. A moral compass. Mm. Moral compass. Mm. And what values. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, when I did it this earlier, um, I went to, I work globally, and then there was a choice between helping is an obligation, not a, a chore, or helping is something I do, but it doesn't define me. I was the second mm. again. And then it went to, I blazed my own trail and I ended up volunteering. Um, I help because something large, because of something larger than myself. Um, I can't remember which one I did. Which one did I do there? One of them. She's buffering. I think I possibly went red. I can't remember now. Anyway, it went through and I ended up being what's called the act activist volunteer what a surprise that not surprise me I know. at all it didn't surprise me I was like oh really so you're someone who fights against injustices in, injustices, injustices <laughs> um, and wants to make the world a better place oh my god this is absolutely my gravestone um, you also question things usually taken for granted yeah I mean yeah. Duh. That is yeah. me. me no, too. No, that, that's yeah, great. I think I think the wording on ours was just a little skewed. I wouldn't say the faithful. I would put it as the loyal. Yeah. So wanting to help people that you have had interactions yeah. with and yeah. you have a relationship with is probably probably the best way. Yeah. Probably the best way of wording Ooh. that. I would say. Now, did you know no. the muffin man? Oh, I've just been asked if I wanted to do a karaoke bit one of my musical theatre students. Oh, oh sorry, Dad. Oh, I'm so 
sorry, mate, I can't. I'm doing stuff as recorded off my, my podcast. Um, did you know the health benefits of volunteering? There are health benefits. Mm-hmm. Volunteering reduces the body's stress and it also reduce, releases endorphins, which are the brain's natural painkillers. Mm-hmm. 95% of individuals feel good after volunteering. Yeah. Absolutely, I can understand that. And regular volunteers were 10 times more likely to be in good health than people who didn't volunteer. Now, that one I would say, well, maybe because people who are not in good health are too poorly to volunteer. <laughs> yeah, 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 that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, there is that argument for it. But I thought that was actually a very interesting um, picture. What do you call them? Pictogram. Pictogram. And that was based on Dr. Alan Luke's research, whoever he may be. Thank you, Dr. Alan Look. Oh, Alan! 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 Oh, I apologise now if everybody's Facebook reels are just flooded with me. Because <laughs> I have been downloading them um, because I just wanted to. You should put some of my old ones on there as well. Well, I keep, I'm, I'm going through, literally yeah. from the bottom right through to the top. So when I get to you, I will. A lot of them have been deleted because the sound's been removed. That's great. So I apologise in advance because I just I know that I'm probably going to have a lot of people de- unfriending me because honestly they're just like oh my god it's her again. <laughs> I love. She's them. here again. Now oh that's the thing that you enjoyed doing it was how you felt that you could volunteer your time to mm. bring people up mm. um, during COVID. You know. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah, uh, we'll go on to actually um, what we we've all done is volunteering, but I did. During lockdown, um, uh, I would I'd been on TikTok for a couple of years. Mm, yeah, okay. yeah roughly. We'd been, we'd been to the we'd just been to the TikTok meet. I just turned fifty. Yeah, we did. Yeah. In the August, and then we had the lockdown. What February? End of February, beginning of yes, March. Yes, we, we went to we went to the TikTok meeting. October, in September. No, it was, uh, yeah, it was the September. Yeah. Oh. End of September, I think it was. That was. Uh, yeah, September. My birthday party was at the beginning. September 2019. Yes, because it was just after there I started doing the the, the professor cosplay, and I only did that up until That's right. February. And so I started to do live sessions on TikTok. You can do lives when you have so many followers, and I started to do lives on my old account, and um, we, then we went into lockdown, and I was doing lives regularly on my old account and I would have regular people coming into my lives which was wonderful and of all ages which I loved to be honest and it wasn't just um we would talk about anything really but it got into a, a quite a regular routine of us regularly like regular regular people being in like the same people in the chat every time supporting each other and also supporting newbies coming in who were saying, oh, lockdown's rubbish, I'm really struggling, I'm on my own, la la la. And everybody was like, well, yeah, look, look, why don't you um, add me, or I'll add you, I'll follow you, and we can actually talk privately, and if you want to, we can just like talk on Messenger. And people will be saying things like this, and honestly, I really feel as if it was really helping people, including myself, on TikTok um, to cope during lockdown and then I can only assume some kids little, some little terror, I can 
I can only just assume yeah, I was kids that mm. decided to complain about me doing something very inappropriate although it didn't say exactly what it was I can't remember oh I love when they do that they go you you, you violated, violated community guidelines and it doesn't tell you what you supposedly so done my account was deleted um, and I was absolutely mortified wasn't mm. I do you remember mm. it floored me so I um, I did start up another account which was good actually because I actually got to 5,000 followers really quickly yeah. um, on that account and actually those followers must have been the ones that were regularly coming in from the yeah. old account because they were constantly in and again we would do lives and they would be in all the time and I would get a lot more interaction from these guys than I did from my old account actually so I preferred the interaction I got with the new yeah. account however pet peeve I do not like being in, um, treated in, unjustly. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't. And um, if I feel as if I've been treated unfairly, I am like a dog with a bone. Yeah. And so I wrote letters, I emailed, I messaged, I sent messages on Instagram, I sent messages on Facebook, I sent messages on TikTok to every single person I could find, oh, and LinkedIn, who worked for TikTok. Yeah. I ended up finding out who the English CEO was, um, Richard, can't remember what his surname was, and I messaged him over and over and over again, no response. The American CEO, who is the second biggest CEO in the world, um, other than the Chinese guy, um, I can't remember what his name is, um, so I started messaging him and his secretaries and everything else, no response. And then I finally got a response from somebody who was like, who just literally messaged me to say, sorry, you've, you've come through to the wrong department. It's not me you need to speak to. I'm like, well, you're the only person that's actually even responded to me. Yeah. Who do I write to? And then she, she wouldn't tell me. She didn't come back to me after that. So, oh, and then after six months, it eventually just came back on. Oh, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're yeah, you can have your account back no, now. At that point, it's... it's it's done and, and by that stage even though I've got had my second account and I've been doing all the other bits and pieces with it it taken the whole shine off, pinned, uh, off TikTok and I, I am now because I'm downloading all these things now again I'm really starting to actually download the, the sounds that you use because I like to do comedy sketches yeah. and so I'm starting to download but enough ones. time has passed for that injustice to not feel so raw I guess yeah I think it does. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's old old news. But it was now. it was a great way. I remember you you, you post them on your TikTok and then you post them on your Facebook. And I remember how many of your uh, maternity colleagues yeah. would comment on them. Oh my gosh, and they would. Yeah, they loved it. a lot would because it was a fifteen second clip of pure laughter. Yeah. It's Rachel taking the the piss out of herself. Yeah, basically. And, and you know, my particular favourite is a round of applause. Round of applause will always be a favourite of mine. Um, I don't even remember that one. That one give yourself funny. a round of applause. And then just yeah. take, oh, your, take your butt cheeks and jiggle. That's actually that's, that's almost everybody's favourite one. But it's it's just it, because it's one of those things where you're like, okay, interesting. Yeah, give yourself a round. Of was not expecting that. You see my my backside <laughs> jiggling it <laughs> in my kitchen. Yeah, I had a few people saying, "Oh, this is my favourite one." I'm thinking, really. But <laughs> well, it's funny because we weren't expecting it. Yeah, and it's yeah. Just, and it but what, everyone else's favourite is it's random house. Different. My favourite, one of my favourite ones, is the one where I I do um, uh, King Richard oh, yeah, from yeah. Um, Robin Hood. Yes, give me a feeling of power. <laughs> <laughs> give me a cruel chuckle. <laughs> 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 I, I love 
love that yeah. one. One of my favourites called Pre One Uber Stub before lockdown was uh, at a rehearsal where Rachel basically just walked around down the line going, hate, 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 low entirely. Which you pointed at me. <laughs> that was so funny. But I've forgotten I'd done that one actually. I was amazed I still was because a lot of them have, the sound's been recorded yeah. um, deleted and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. So that was part of my volunteering I've done. We might as well go around the room now. Um, I was a school governor um, and that is a great way of volunteering if you are prepared to put work in. Mm -hmm. And I have to say I wasn't brilliant at putting work in. My kids were at the school so I wanted to be a governor because I'm a nosy bugger and I wanted to know what was going on in in the school. But with what I had to do work-wise and the manifesto that you have to read and this, I was thinking, oh, you're having a laugh. It's a lot more work than I wanted to do. Oh gosh, it was. But I can't see it's my reading. Into it, so yeah. my reading, it's just. It's. I'm doing better. Good. I, good. I mean, I actually. I have. I'm now on. Oh. Uh. Uh. uh what's the after the Goblet of Fire? The Order of the Phoenix. Yes. Yes. I'm now on that book, and I started reading Harry Potter books last August. Okay. Because I know for a lot of people, that's going to be like, oh my god, no. that's like ages. For me, that is massive. Well done. Ten years ago, when I first became poorly, I couldn't even read a paragraph. Yeah. My eyes would not stay on the page. Focus, concentration, I couldn't take it in. I read the same thing over and yeah. over and over again, not going Absolutely. in. Yeah. Yeah. You're reading the now, words, but not... You know, and now I can read almost a chapter a night. That's amazing. I am honestly, I am so so chuffed. Yeah, so for me, that's huge. And I know it's gonna sound really mad to some people, but yeah, it's huge. It is huge. Um, but back then, and I was I'd only just qualified as a midwife, yeah, and I just couldn't read back then. It probably was the fibromyalgia, but at the time I thought it was probably just burnout from doing my degree, because mm-hmm. I just qualified, I'd done my yeah, 10,000 word dissertation yeah. or whatever it was, and yeah. I just never wanted to see another book, before, <laughs> you know, for ages. No more research, no more oh, research! Oh my God, been there. Yeah, that's, yeah, everyone's like that, I think, when you finish uni. And, so I thought I thought it was, but I think maybe now looking back, it was probably the beginning yeah. of fibro. Um, so I just couldn't read all this manifesto. Oh so I wasn't a governor for very long, but I did it. So for those of you who are prepared to read, um, and you, t- you turn up for a meeting once a month or something, it's not not often. It's great because um, you get to be dead nosed. You find out what's going on in your school. Yeah. You get to make important decisions. You get to actually hire the teachers. Yeah, I've heard that. Which is really yeah. so. It's like so. It's good. You get to see who's coming into your your kids' school, which I think is actually Impacting quite a vital. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Um, I then um, I ran a choir for mental health. Yes, you did. Yes, um, which was great, and, and I only landed that because the lady who had been doing it, who could play piano brilliantly, um, had just literally fallen down dead. Um, yeah, and oh completely God. unexpected over Christmas. It was awful. Um, and so because I'd been going into this community centre yeah. um, for my own health and benefit, whatever, whatever um, the guy that was running it said, because he knew I could sing, can you? can you? And I said, well, I will do it. And he said, we'll pay you. And I said, no, please don't pay me yeah. because I can't guarantee A, what I can do, um, a, if I can help anybody, mm-hmm. um, if it's going to last. Yeah. And also if I, if I can be regular because of my health, I'm going to clue. So please don't. So, yeah. I, so I volunteered. And it was great, although it dwindled. 
Um, and that's purely because I don't play piano, I have backing tracks, and a lot of the people were elderly. Yeah. And I just don't think it was necessarily their cup of tea, which feels awful. But I have to say, after, so it, it packed in after a couple of months. Yeah. But it is now up and running again with somebody Amazing. else that plays piano. So, hey. so for the people who actually needed it, they're yeah, back and they're having it again. I couldn't give them what they needed, but I did try, but yeah. So it was, you know, it was, it was good. I, and I then ran a, a singing group and we were on the television. That's right. And that was a nightmare. Uh, the singing group itself was fantastic. Yeah. But we were on... Um, it oh. was the local choir thing with um, what's-his-face conductor. Gareth. Yeah. Gareth, whatever his name Gareth is. Gareth Malone. Malone, yes. Um, yeah. Um, so... Let's talk about that in Yeah, it was quite a very negative experience, actually. Um, and so I'm not going to say any more about that. Uh, and that dwindled. Um, I'm going to say I directed a musical theatre production because even though yes. I pay my subs to Tadlock, you lot, still volunteered your time to do that to, to actually do all the extra work of directing. Well, the, that's the definition, work. the definition of volunteering is to um, offer your services freely. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely. I would, yes. I would class that as volunteering. Yeah, because you pay your subs to be in and to act, really, don't you? Yeah. Whereas to be well, a di- to, to, to be direct is completely different. Yeah. So, I, so I directed a show again. That was an interesting experience. And I actually would do it again. I did it with the kids, actually. You did, yeah. yes. And that's to say, now I teach musical theatre uh, only for a couple of hours every week when I'm well enough. Um, and, oh, my God, it's honestly, it's one of the best things I could do. I, and it's because yeah. it's teaching children, and children are... They're just sponges. Oh, they're amazing. When you get that light bulb moment, that mm-hmm. light bulb moment with kids is my fa- one of my yeah. favourite things. I love oh. it. The moment where they like it all accept clicks. and they know what they're doing they're and they're like, clicks. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And well, tomorrow I've that. discussed it with the two other people that, that do, do it. Um, and, um, one of them does singing, one of them does um, dancing, and, and I do the drama bit. Yeah. And um, they said, like, because we're not starting on a proper musical show thing, because we've just done one, and then we've done a few weeks of just bits and pieces, why don't we focus tomorrow on techniques? <gasps> Love that. So I have just literally Tom been on YouTube, games. YouTube and Google all afternoon researching drama games, monologues, Love it. little short plays, nice. um, and just ways, of, and, and all the techniques, you know, from like the Stravinsky, Stravinsky, Stravinsky. Yes, and that one. Is that a bit like Beatles? Next mind. Etta somebody. And I was these na- some, I don't know the names. I'm like, I'm, I do drama. I don't know what any of these methods. No, neither do I. So don't worry about it. I know what the methods are. I just yeah. don't know the names of them. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Because that's how I didn't do it as a degree. Uh, I should have done it as a degree, but I didn't do it as a degree. Mum. Anyway, that's me not going to Chester University. <coughs> when I was a kid. Yeah, so anyway, that's me. Full stop. Draw a line underneath it. What about you? Um, so a bit like you, lots of little, lots of many, many different things. Um, from uh, from sc- way back from school to school time, uh, Lindsay and myself were both heavily involved with the local um, guides and, and brownies. Okay, cool. For many, many years. Yeah, thirteen so years for me. Thirteen. Wow, years see, that's really amazing. Yeah, I can't last. <laughs> I, no, I did seven, and then that's had, amazing. Had to then be like, I can't. No, six. And then I had to be like, I can't deal with children. <laughs> like, I realised that actually a sensory thing for me is oh, too many, no. too many kids. So for me, it was a case <clears throat> of I just shifted jobs. I was now working in it, effectively a children's museum. Yeah. And I just discovered Tadlop, and I yes. just joined them. So my time 
my free time would become severely restricted because of Tadlock. Mm. Plus, I was spending five days a week working with children and families yeah. to give up an extra two hours a week just for a group of kids. Yeah. Was a lot. Yeah. I loved it. Don't it was, get me wrong. It was, was the camp holi- granny camp holidays and pack holidays for me, where it's like, I'm with these children, like 20 children for the next 72 hours. It's it's It was hell. Was it really? Um, my kids loved being in brownies. Yeah. I, I'm, you know what? I used to be a brownie yeah. and I used to be a girl guide and I adored it. My kids never went on to guides. Yeah. Yeah. It meant a lot to us because our nan was like heavily involved. Right. She actually set up a particular pack. Yeah. And oh, then, really? Um, yeah. Her, with her best friend and then her best friend's daughter was running it. So she then asked my mom if she could come and help at this point i was at college i was like i'll come and help and that's how it started uh, do i know this person i bet i do no i don't think you do then it doesn't mean with an r no, no. Oh, okay then. um but yeah so uh, yeah that was it, it was it was lovely don't get me wrong i look back at it very very fondly but the last few years it wasn't for me the last few years for me was very much a case of i'm still here doing this because if i don't they won't have enough adults this pack will yeah. close and these kids <clears throat> have nothing to do yeah and it was that sense of, sense of obligation rather than enjoyment at that yeah. point and that's when i knew i had to stop okay yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think once, yeah, once the like, like I said, that's why I've just left Tablock. Yeah. Because once the fun goes out of it, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have, have a break. Yeah. Yeah. Just have yeah. a break, and then you can reassess once you've had a bit of space. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Know? Um. And then. And then. And then. I was a school counsellor and mentor, so I had training in helping sort of offer counselling to any students that were struggling with exam stress. Oh, wow, um, I did not know that. Yeah, and anti-bullying, anti-bullying. and anti-smoking and things like that. Wow! Um, so that was fun. I really actually really enjoyed that. I think that was kind of the time when I was like, oh, I like learning about how I can be, how I can use my gut instincts and my insightfulness to try and help, help someone put a different focus on where their mindset might be. Yeah. And that really sort of, um, that was the, the area of that I enjoyed the most, I will admit. I have volunteered in uh, the school radio, the school and college radios, um, which was amazing as well. Um, what's that? No, sorry. She's okay. Did you go to the same school as me? Abraham Derby. Yeah. Yeah. And then you college. Um, so that was that was awesome. Um, and then what have I done? Um, lots of different things. So volunteering isn't just about you know going and helping in one particular place for a long period of time. Either it can be volunteering your time to help people that you love doing certain yes. tasks and certain jobs so true an example for you maybe would be the times that you've gone to various events and comic cons and assisted them on the expos yeah uh, for Tokyo Toys yeah so I yeah. would I would go down and, and help you know John uh, and the rest of his team and um, working at some of the comic cons that was great fun mental but great fun yeah. um, I vividly remember the, <coughs> the Telford one when the guy who played Sir Percival from Merlin walked past and we both kind of went oh he's very big hello <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that I, I remember think that. I'm scarred by too many things like Kenny Baker like calling me out Kenny <laughs> um, <laughs> Baker really? yeah uh, honestly it was uh, I was sitting in the front row um because you could have these opportunities occasionally to go and, and check out some of the panels and what have you. And I was very, very young. Not very young. That's going to. You were a co- you were in college. I was in college. I was a you know I was a lot younger than I am now. Um, <laughs> so I was wearing like knee high Converse and a tartan skirt. You know, it was just one of those it was that, kind of that things. Early two thousands. Yeah. Emo look. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so when you get Sorry. pulled out by R two D two, you know, because he's the size of your legs. 
um, in front of a, an entire auditorium of people. It was just like, oh my goodness, no, I need to look up my life. Um, uh, I, I have many stories. Oh, I can't um, wait to hear yeah, them. Um, so we did that one. I've done volunteering with, you know, I used to you go help your friends and your family. So I used to go and take my time to help my nan. I would clean her house every week, making sure that she was okay. Yeah, you having the time and the ability to help people that you care about, which is why I think locally for me is one of those because it's just like yes, I feel that other people can feel valued because you want to help them. So it's not like how I want them to think. Oh, thank God, Jenny's done this. She's helped me out. I want to be like Jenny's given me some time, and time is the most. Um, finite in, uh, resource that we have yeah do you know what i mean yeah. so i think that that's my way of kind of being like i love you let me help you kind of thing so yeah that's packs the service yeah which is strange because normally that is not my love language <laughs> <laughs> that's weird, yeah. isn't it? clearly yeah. is clearly so, yeah that's that's roughly what i do and then we try at the cafe here to offer a community championship which is about giving people transferable skills and opportunities so that is you know whatever they're passionate about um in terms of helping us build our community, we're about to launch um, an eco cafe, which is amazing. Um, so a lot of volunteers are looking into helping us do that, which is fantastic. Yeah, that is incredible. We have, we have a couple of volunteers who love to play Pokemon, so they yeah. they come and they help us out on our busy Pokemon evenings. Absolutely, they're doing something they're really passionate about, yeah. and and ultimately what that's also allowing people to do, coming from someone who was incredibly socially awkward had horrific social anxiety i still blush occasionally when i talk to people like it was it was horrific um, yeah. volunteering gave me the opportunity to be able to work on my confidence um and completely be like i can do this like my voice can be heard yeah um you know like our lives would be completely different if it wasn't for people volunteering whether that's at the cafe or whether that's on a personal level yeah. things like every week Lindsay and myself play dungeons and dragons um, we would not be able to play that had if our DM, our dungeon master, did not volunteer his time and his resources to be able to facilitate us to get around a table. You know, so yeah. volunteering is is a lot more than just mm -hmm. what it's perceived to be. It's it's. Um, I saw somewhere recently that called it opportuneering more than volunteering, and Ooh. I quite liked that. And I was like, oh, I quite like, I quite like that. Giving yeah. people an opportunity, think, whether that's to learn or to experience. I think because we, we also, our parents were very, they didn't push us into volunteering, but they were very open to us wanting to help people and yeah. support people. So I, I started off volunteering at a very early age when I joined uh, St. John's Cadets. Yes. Ah, yes, okay. Um, so I was a St. John's Cadet. I used to go and do various events when we lived in Germany, the, um, big summer events and what have you. I'd have to go and do a stint, basically being first aider on site. Bear in mind, I was probably like 11. <laughs> big responsibility for somebody like me. Um, so I started off doing that. Uh, then um, when we moved to Northern Ireland, we were living on a barracks. So during the school holidays, they used to put on a youth club to entertain the kids. I used to volunteer and help yeah. with the really young ones right. as an extra body to kind of keep an eye <coughs> on those because I'm good with kids. Um, and then as it gone, obviously I mentioned the brownies, um, what have you. I um, and you've also mentioned the theatre stuff with Tadlock. So obviously, uh, it's not just directing. I've been a director and a production assistant yeah. for two productions. Yes. Um, I've also I was also assist. MD though not technically with the title I just pressed the play button <laughs> for rehearsals when we use rehearsal for Little Shop Forest. Um, I have made 
so many goddamn props for shows over the years to the point where I was known as the resident prop tart. You were, definitely. Um, I have volunteered <laughs> prop tart. Prop tart yeah. I love that. Um, the few times I've not been on stage for the show, which has been very few, I have in some way or another helped out stage crew. Yeah. Um, I also gave up seven years of Tuesday nights once a month as being part of the committee yeah. doing publicity and marketing for yeah. the society, which also took up a lot of time because it was like, not it wasn't just going to the meetings, it was all the other work that you had to oh, do with it as well. Yeah. Oh, I've membership secretary, yeah. wasn't I? So yeah. Well, you've been on the committee twice. I've been on the committee twice. Yeah, I created the newsletter and yeah. did lots of things. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff there. And then I've... I've worked I did with, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with a lot of volunteers over the years. So um, I uh, worked at the Sea Life Centre in Birmingham. We see lots of volunteers, particularly those with special educational needs, yeah. come in. So I'd have to train them up on how to do like safe handling of some of the animals. Also, you know, how to talk to people, where yeah. they can go, where they can't go, what they could do, what they couldn't do. Um, and it gave them an opportunity to kind of learn new skills and new yeah. abilities. Yeah. Uh, and the same also at the museums when I used to work there. We had so many volunteers come in, all, all different types. You'd have big business companies basically go once a month. It's because the fan keeps blowing the door. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you can hear it's creaking of the door. It's creaking. It's blowing it open. But, um, yeah, so the, the museums would have uh, big companies once... Um, Jenny's wearing her slippers. Once every few months, they send they send oh, all yeah. their staff. Yeah, and they come and they clear out an area, or they paint the fences somewhere, or what have you. So you'd have big volunteers like that, and then you'd have like the person who wants to give up their free time to like help a charity and help establish this. So they put them in the fun exhibits, which I got to work in anyway, like <laughs> the bakery and what have you. So they you know chuck them in that way and and. You learn how to how to work with the volunteers, yeah. so that they can get the most out of the time. That it isn't all tedious same job. Because unfortunately, in a lot of places, if you have volunteers coming in, a lot of the stuff that the organisation needs them to do is the stuff that they either haven't got the time to let their normal staff do, or it's one of those things where it's a lot of really tedious stuff that needs to be done really quickly. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily always the big fun jobs it's no. the clearing out of this it's the painting of that and it's about making sure it's enjoyable yeah. for them still which I think we're yes. very good at here at the cafe um, we've got a good balance we've got some really good volunteers in we have I'm really excited for how um, the the current culture is is looking at making their businesses be impactful so uh, we've been approached by um, lots of different um, companies or um, businesses that basically for a certain uh, amount of time every month they expect their team members to go out um, and work for a charity or to go out and find a project in which they can volunteer on you know and I just think it's bringing in the sense of community again you know you think about whatever words people would use to describe times gone by and decades yeah. gone by and it was very much a, a community kind of thing you know and I think it's lovely that um, we're trying to get those values instilled and back definitely. into workplaces. I think yeah, it's definitely. fantastic. I really do. There's um, uh, this photo thingy. What's what are we calling the picture? What do we call them? Instagram. Instagram. Um, yeah. And it's for the National Union of Students. Oh, in the US. So 
a lot of students do volunteering. Yes, they do. Um, yes, we do. Because my, you know, they do it, they do it for their. Um, What's the award? The Prince Princess Trust Prince, Award. Yeah, Prince Princess Trust, Trust or Duke, Duke of Edinburgh. Oh, Duke of Edinburgh, that's right, yes. Because I volunteered for various university and college and school open days as well. Yes. So what it says here, it's interesting, five things you'll learn from volunteering. Ooh. So you will learn that doing good feels good. Mm -hmm. uh, may sound cheesy, um, and we obviously don't encourage volunteering solely for selfish reasons. But that being said, common opinion is that people who volunteer are happier. I mean, and I think there is something to be said in that. Absolutely, I do volunteer my time on a regular basis to research people's family trees. Yeah, and, like, that is. I need that to is, start coming helping out with that. Yeah, actually. that would be amazing, and and purely because that is something for me. It feels like a treasure hunt. So there's <laughs> like excitement for me. Yeah. Um, so that is the one type of volunteering that I do that I I deem as being very selfish. I'm always talking about that. So I'll, much. I'll come and help you with that. Yeah, that would be amazing. That. Um, number two, you had more time than you thought, and definitely. Mm -hmm. How often can we actually think we've just wasted two hours either being on our phone, watching YouTube, TikTok, TikToks, absolutely. Yes, but I think that you've got to be careful in regards to that because stuff like that and that that doing very little is also just as important. You've got to give your body Sometimes. time. Yeah, I think it depends on how long it is. Yeah. yeah, it's proportional. It's about managing your time. It's making time. If you want yes. to, if you want to volunteer, you can make. Even if it's an hour a week, yeah. an hour a month, anything like that. You've just got to make sure that you look after yourself as Yes, well. absolutely. Well, there's an idea in the business world which says that the busier you are, the more productive you become. And I think there's I definitely, a, yeah, there's definitely evidence to show that. Um, it says, we bet that you'd be surprised by how much you can fit into one day. Uh, and you know what? I have to say, I do virtually sweet FA and have no time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I'm trying some new things at the moment to make me a bit more productive around the house. Um, same, because, same. Yeah. I'm, I'm crazy. I'm, I'm doing my lists again, which I never, I haven't done for years and years and years. And I thought, no, I'm doing my lists. And I'm going to start small because if you start setting yourself a great big yeah. list, it's just setting yourself up for failure. Do a little thing, tick it off because again, that makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. And then build it up from so there. So I, I trialed it whilst John was away working at Comic Con, and I. I still need to learn my boundaries because I push myself a little too far. Yeah. I'm knocking on the door of a flare, then I'm just like, if I keep going, it will yeah. yeah. stop. I know it won't. Um, but I would make a list of 20 things and I would roll a D20 dice. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, 17, I'm going to go and put the washing away. Oh, that's a great and, idea. And it, it just, honest to God, it turned it into a game. Yes. Um, it meant that I wasn't like stuck in one particular area of the house too long that I became disinterested yes. in what I was doing. It was phenomenal. Which is what I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, Write a list of 20 things, Ooh. roll a d20 dice. Right. You can't have this one, this one's my new pretty. I'll get one from your doodle Absolutely. machine. Absolutely, okay. yeah, let's get you one. Let's get you one um, Number three is you will learn a whole host of new skills. Yeah. Absolutely. And so that, that is something that we provide here in the cafe for our volunteers. We, yes. we get them trained up on things like uh, allergen training. Oh, right, yeah. Um, so that they're aware, you know, if, they, if a lot of the people that come here and volunteer with us, are either very much into the gaming aspect or want to kind of get a foothold in hospitality yeah and so by giving them the, the ability to do this allergen training they can understand why it's so important as a hospitality site you have to monitor allergens be aware of allergens yeah. and, and note other people's I things. think it's because of how I wanted to sort of phrase the the community champion role as such because I also didn't want to be seen as 
just willingly accepting people to come and work in the cafe. I wanted to make sure that they were definitely getting something back because they're helping us to, yeah. to grow and develop. So we focus a lot on transferable skills. So they learn like things like the allergens. They, um, they can be involved in sessions where we work on people's CVs. We do um, uh, example interviews and we run through stuff like that. We can help them with their job hunts. We can, one thing I'm incredibly proud of is that we are working with a company called Able Futures. So any of our volunteers, no matter how many hours they do, um, are able to access mental health support, um, which for me is a, self, is a self-referral system. Yeah. So we don't even need to be involved. We just, you know, we just say, um, you know, these are the employees that we've got this, this month or, or what have you, and they've got a contract. And it's through the Department of Working Pensions, so they, they check it through that way. Okay. Uh, and that is it. And and so oh, it, great it's, plan. I love it. I love that because it's it's making sure that their self care is there as well. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I promise when we do this room up, it's gonna yeah. be amazing. There will, be, there will still be some creaks, but it won't oh, be quite I as, like creaks. It's creaks charming. Be but yeah. Um, and that's that's purely because as well, like there needs to be something more to break the stigma into volunteering as well because yeah. you know people talk about voluntary work they think about the person down the road in the charity shop and, yeah. and things like that and there's there's so much more so many scope. things yeah we you know they, they also get a chance to have a go obviously depending on their comfort levels uh, developing customer service skills yes. yeah which yes help in hospitality but they help in so many other, oh, so other many positions areas. not just in employment just mm. in general in those, life, those yeah. things yeah. can become very very useful yeah, so. yeah. and it, or actually following on from that actually the fact number four here says you learn that people can be pretty awesome yeah. um because i think all too often we look at the news or the newspapers or whatever and you just hear negative stuff about yes. bad people and you know about oh gosh murders and crime and just, it is it is it's, it is and nice it's a minority yeah. the majority of people yeah. are wonderful people yeah. I honestly I honestly think that I don't wouldn't have had the time to have had the conversations that I've had with our volunteers mm. if they just come in as regular customers Absolutely. Right. And, and they are you know they, they all most of them were regular customers to yeah. us and they then wanted to volunteer and that's amazing and I knew them and I could have a chat with them but the in-depth conversations you can have when you're actually doing a two-hour shift with them is a whole different ball game. And I've yeah. got to know these people. I'm like, these people are awesome. They're great, you know. <laughs> I did some research, um, and uh, the article I found, which I think was through communityvolunteers.net, I think it was, said that in 2021, 2022, 55% of people in England said that they've volunteered at least once in the last year. Amazing. Which I think is just phenomenal. That's way more than I thought. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing when you think about that's that, so the this, that this is like, like you say <sighs> volunteering it's not necessarily going and finding an organisation okay. You don't. It, it doesn't have to be an organisation it can literally be like you said you went around to Nan and Grandad's house and you tidied the house for a bit for something them. that yeah, can be yeah. impactful you know, to other yeah. people it would be I you know between the two of us we go around at the same time Grandad and, and help him with his computer you know because we knew that it would cause issues for him and what have you so people, the amount of people that would take their time during Covid to go and do the weekly shopping and doorstep yes. drop it off yes. that is voluntary you are offering How your many services people stood up yeah uh, honestly i was so impressed by actually the, the amount of people and the things that they did yeah but that actually leads on to this point number five which you learn that life outside there is life outside sorry the student bubble yeah because and same with your work bubble mm -hmm. or whatever absolutely if you just go and venture out yep. you will find stuff 
So I think, um, because we're going to probably need to wrap it up, yeah. um, one of the final points, I think you've probably got a quote, but one of the final points to make is if you're thinking about doing stuff, I would recommend that you do it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be an old people's home. It doesn't have to be a school. You can just Google um, volunteer associations yeah. or groups Voluntary near me. Opportunities. And, yeah. and also, if you're in Telford in Shropshire, guys, why don't you pop into the boardroom yeah. <laughs> and ask them about what we do here yes. with, the, with our volunteering program? Um, because it does. Um, there is one. Uh, where am I? I'm going to go to this. She says, and I've lost it. Or she broke it. She broke it. I broke it. Um, five reasons to volunteer. It says because it improves your social life. Yep. You'll develop new skills and knowledge. Yep. You'll get to know your community. Yep. It'll improve your CV. Yes, yes it, it does. And it will give you opportunity to draw, try different industries that you wouldn't normally yep. try Massively. as a career. So you might find that you volunteer and then find the love of your life in a job. That you never even considered doing before. Um, so, did you have a quote from I do have a quote. I don't know who it's from, but I just really liked it. Which is that volunteers do not necessarily have the time. They make sure that they have the heart. Oh, I love that. And I love so that. Sweet. Yeah. And actually, that, yeah, that's, that couldn't be a true word. If you have any... Um, questions about today's um, podcast episode please drop us a line at chatting underscore bear at outlook.com uh, or the social media outlets we are on um, you can find us um, on most of your podcast platforms so whichever one you listen to that's probably where you're listening to us now um, <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's usually an area for you to actually write comments in there if not find us on Facebook Facebook is the one that we tend to get the most interaction it with. is the one you'll see all of those beautiful TikTok videos from Rachel as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah, I have actually put it on the chatting bear page but yeah. I've done that because and again like we said earlier for my mental health it did me the world of yeah, good absolutely. by doing those so I, it kind of tied in a little bit and actually by reposting them it's reigniting that passion again for, for them and, and I'm starting to like feel the juices are flowing yes. my hyacinth bouquet might be coming oh, back and uh, yeah my Vicar of Dibbers might be coming back as well because I love Vicar of Dibley so we'll have to wait and see anyway uh, thank you guys for listening uh, if you liked us give us a like give us a follow um, thumbs up or f whatever because the, the more thumbs up yeah, <laughs> uh, the more people actually start to interact with us the more people we can actually get out and reach and hopefully um, we can grow this podcast because that's what we want to do we want to try and reach people who might not normally listen to something like this and who we might benefit from Lindsay's a pain in the arse <laughs> she um, she's she's fancy that's Mario <laughs> But it looks like Santa Mario, because it looks like he's got a Santa hat on. Oh, it looks like he's doing something very fast. <laughs> I didn't realise what, what she was doing in action. Disgusting, Lindsay Bird. Right. But on that note, take care of yourselves and each other, and we will catch you later. All right. Oh, my God. You're a nightmare woman. <laughs> <laughs>